It's Thursday, December the 22nd, and coming up on the Game on Australia podcast, the last episode for 2016, Dan. What a year it's been. It's been a great year, and thank you so much for your support of the podcast so far. We'll be back in uh, 2017, bigger, better, stronger. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> and all the rest of it. Um, in the top three things in news that you need to know, worldwide gaming, wait till you hear the size of this We're number. We're talking... Bigger than Bill Gates. Jeez, this is like massive. Wow, I, I'm so proud to be a gamer when I see something like this. And why the why the hell? I'm going to go to our boss and say we need our own radio show. I think you're right. We need a 24 seven radio broadcast talking gaming. When you've got stuff like this, anyway, we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, we played a little bit more Super Mario Run. Yeah, I played it, and um, yeah, it's interesting. Oh, we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, sequels versus the original. Yes. Good. Uh, bad. Well, I'll talk about my Titanfall 2 experience. I finally played it, so mm. we'll go into that, yes. And I've got and some thoughts on Dishonored 2, actually. Yep. Uh, look, it is the silly season. It's Christmas. It's a lot of joy and love in the air and bells and all that sort of stuff. And then there's... Piss off, you noob! <laughs> uh, bad language in games. The saltiness <laughs> through the holidays. And I'm one salty dog. I'll go into that as well later on, Pete. Mad Retro Old School Pick of the Week is back. Probably the best thing that we've seen all year, and we've seen some insane ones. Oh, really? Great. But first, <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Merry Gaming Christmas, Dan. Oh, thanks, Pete. Well, it's here, another Christmas. I can give one guarantee. The deluxe edition of Battlefield 1. Won't be under my Christmas tree. All I'll get is socks and jocks. I just want to shoot some glocks. Am I sounding lame? All I want for Christmas is Why I don't like Christmas I get gifts that aren't much fun Like beach towel, beach umbrella Don't they know I hate the sun I constantly drop awesome hints Like I'm over-watching the kids But guaranteed I won't get the game That's not even on the grid FIFA's looking good this year But I'll just get a six-pack of beer I don't know who's to blame All I want for Christmas is games Games, baby Santa's got my list this Christmas A sweet headset and dishonor too but when my wife checks out my foot size I know I'm getting a pair of shoes What is wrong with everybody? Surely it is plain to see A Target has a gaming section Right near Haberdashery Just go in and take a pic Check it off with St. Nick You shouldn't be ashamed if all you want for Christmas is games, games, baby. Whoa, so many games to choose from, you really can't go wrong. 
And after years of crappy presents, I shouldn't have to sing this song. And everyone is out there paying for all the games I just wanna be playing. Overwatch, Titanfall 2, Gears of War 4. Just go to EB Games and buy them all. I get me something nice for Christmas. I don't think I'm being mean. I have three simple words for you. Final Fantasy 15. Oh, please don't get me socks and jocks. I don't even want that box of chocks. I think my wife's to blame. Baby, all I want for Christmas is... Game on! Game on! Game on. Game on. And just let me say right now, Pete, off the bat, that we've got a, a continuing shit list that people have the shit with us. <laughs> it started with Mike Myers, Dennis Leary, and now Mariah Carey. And the, <laughs> I hate that song. That song really shits me. Oh, I felt we did a pretty good job. No, I, no th- that song, <laughs> we did a fantastic job, but that's why we did it, right? It's time to reclaim that song back because Mariah Carey added that sugary sweetness to that bloody song. And every time we, we work at a radio station, as everyone probably knows, and yeah. every time that song comes on at Christmas time, all the girls get up and crank the bloody volume and sing that song. Mm. And I thought, it's time that we write a gaming version yeah. sung by blokes yeah. that we can push back on them and say, suck it. That's right. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> Welcome to the last episode of 2016. Well, we've only been going for literally three months. So, yeah. you know, it's, it hasn't been a big 2016 no, in terms of length. But shut it's been up. A massive in terms of content. Don't talk this down. Like, <laughs> no, you know, let's do it for what it is. What this, saying, it's we've, been, we've crammed a lot into three months. We right? have. And it's been a big year for us of the podcast. Thank you so much for your support because, you know, we've, we hit the top of the uh, gaming and hobbies category on iTunes, as in number one. We were up there again, like at number two a few weeks back. Just a couple of weeks ago, we were in the top 20 again. Like, it's going well, and Dan. The, and the beauty of that is that both, I'm guessing your mum too, but my mum wouldn't wouldn't even know what a podcast is, let not alone a clue. where to download it. So it's not my mum downloading it and your mum. <laughs> it's, it's great. Not, it's not our wives downloading it because they would have no idea either. <laughs> no, it's hey. people we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, right? Well, that's, it means it's real. <laughs> hey, uh, let's get into the top three things that we need to know. Well, I tell you what, we'll start with number one here. And I don't know what's happening on PlayStation, but I can tell you now, Xbox Gold members this weekend, they're doing a massive sale for online uh, downloads of the games, right? So we're talking not not... Um, physical product. We're talking going into the marketplace and buying the games are all, you know, 30, 40, 50% off. So titles like Resident Evil 4, Taken King, so Destiny, Metro Redux, 
all massively discounted. Can I just say, if you're not on the Taken King yet, don't bother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but we are, for those of us who have been in Destiny since vanilla and have gotten the DLCs every time that they've come out and have kept our Guardians leveled up throughout that entire point, don't bother. Just let it go. Wait for Destiny 2 to come out at some point. Yeah, that's right. Just because you are too far behind. Yeah. Um, The beauty of Xbox Gold, too, is that they give out two free games to download a month or three even sometimes. Yeah, and PS4 does that as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which, so they reckon there's about a thousand bucks worth of games a year if you want to do that, right? Yep. Um, right now it's Sleeping Dogs, the definitive edition, which I played a little bit of and it's just awesome. Yeah. Um, and then for the retro part of me, uh, I had one of my first games on the Xbox 360 was Burnout Paradise. <laughs> oh, no way. Have you played that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so much fun. And they've got Paradise City by Guns N' Roses, which is probably their best Guns N' Roses song, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's such a great game. Oh, it's so, Paradise City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought that song was, this is a Mondegreen. Uh, I always <laughs> thought it was Take Me Back to the Very Last City. That's ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, Paradise City. What a noob. the grass is green and the girls are pretty, right? Oh, my so, God, girls. So, oh, my God, girls. That's, that's really great. I love that they're bringing this back to, to us, the gamer. You know, they're giving these little deals out. However, I will, and we brought this up before. I know on Xbox Gold. Yeah. Like. It, you know, buy whatever now. Buy um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare now for one hundred and ten dollars. One hundred and ten bucks yeah. digital download. And you're like, no, no. I'll go, I'll go to JB and buy it for sixty five. That's the thing. Like, it's ridiculous so to be these, paying. Whether these prices, when they're saying they're seventy percent off or whatever it is, whether it's on that original one hundred and ten, it must be off that because you can't think to yourselves at seventy percent off and then you get it for one hundred and ten bucks. Just and, doesn't make sense. You know, as the principles of marketing is, you know, like why is a game that actually costs nothing to, apart from data to send out, why is it more expensive than the physical product that you had to produce and print and ship and all that stuff? I don't yeah. get it. I'm just wondering if it's a convenience thing, you know, well, like, I, yes. I do. like I, you know, maybe these, maybe they cost more because uh, these are theories that I have. Maybe the gaming companies like Xbox and PlayStation actually charge these game companies a premium to put their stock on their digital yeah, interfaces. On the rack. You know, so on the rack. So, the because rack. when you think about it, it's a, it's a store, you know what I mean? And these are yeah. shelves, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe there's that. But the other but thing how many, is... How many times, is, you know, like a Saturday night, you're pretty bored, your wife's gone to bed or whatever, or your girlfriend or whatever. You're sitting there going, geez, I could play a new game, you know? But all the shops are closed. Yeah, but you know what? That's where the freebie games come in, right? Yeah, and, true. But can I just say on that, I know you said they're $1,000 worth of games, mm. but I... I don't feel like they're worth that much. I don't feel like they're worth anywhere near that much because a lot of the titles I've never heard of or they're indie games that I'll never play Mm. and stuff because, I I mean, I get the PlayStation Plus membership so I can play online. That's the only reason. I I don't get it so I can download these free games because I look at these free games and every now and again, you get a decent one. Like they had NBA, they had 2K16 a little while ago um, and they had uh, Journey, which was a fantastic indie game. Um, you know, they've had, uh, uh, Metro on there as well last night. So there are a few times there where you get lucky, but that's the thing. You get lucky. Like more often than not, like at the moment on the store, there's four games there, but I've never heard of them before and I'll never play them, you know? So, and and getting lucky, getting lucky is the right word, right term for it, because that's about the only time I get lucky. Yeah. Either that or playing playing Grand Theft Auto 5 in the strip club. (laughs) 
all going on a mandate in Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, mandate. <laughs> Check out. I think what was it? Episode thirteen or fourteen? Yeah. One of those two. And you, you revealed a deep dark secret. Deep dark secret <laughs> about touring Grand Theft Auto for half an hour with a random. It was just great. <laughs> Hey, um, this is great news for gamers in terms of we have a bright, bright future. We already know that, but we do. We have a bright future. Uh, it's just been released today, the report for the worldwide gaming industry. This is top bit of news number two, by the way. It's hit $91 billion in revenues 91. in 2016. Let's just say that again. $91 billion. Billion dollars. There's Mike Myers again coming after us. $91 billion. Mobile is the clear leader with consoles coming in behind that and PC also being up there in terms of revenue as well. But I I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of mobile games and mobile gaming. We had this chat last week when you were saying that... uh, I don't don't feel like they actually should be a game. They're a gaming category, but they shouldn't be... I don't want to go to gamespot.com.au and read reviews about mobile games because I don't think they're... okay. Well, then let me throw this your way because yeah. there are a few that I actually think are pretty good games, mm-hmm. even though, you know, all you really do is just swipe or tap, yeah. right? But what about... <laughs> Sounds like my Saturday night. What... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Best part about it is Gaming. there's no buffering because you're not <laughs> yeah. on the internet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Malcolm! <laughs> Malcolm! Malcolm! Super Mario Run. Yes. All right. Now, this this is part of this story when it, it hit the $91 billion or whatever. Um, Super Mario Run had 40 million downloads in four days. Yeah. Okay. You can attribute that to being Nintendo. Yeah. Also being Super Mario, one of the most famous brands in the entire world. Even yep. when we were talking about last week, and you mentioned it to me a little bit earlier about one of your kids who are like heard the Super Mario yeah. music and just went, oh, that's Super we were Mario. Watching, yeah, watching a movie or something or whatever it was and, and the music came out of the background and Lucas says, oh my God, that's Super Mario. And I was like, and we talked about this last week, they're so identifiable, that music. Yeah. Even, I mean, the whole thing, but, you know, the, as a sound effect. And it's like I watched Rogue One during the week, you know, and um, they clearly didn't go um, down the whole Star Wars path. It's not a... It's not a linear Star Wars, well it is, but it's not uh, directly related to the main chapters of the, the Star Wars story. But there's certain elements of the soundtrack. They had another guy doing the music. It wasn't John Williams or some other Oh, dude. you're kidding? No. A Star Wars movie without John yeah, Williams? Yeah, it was Mario oh, someone. But anyway, I think it was Mario. Anyway, the, the point being is that there were certain elements, like, I think they played that dun, 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 The Imperial dun, March. But, but it was yeah. on a piano. Right. Oh, right. So it's still got that, you know, and that's so Star Wars, right? Like, you're like, like the Jaws theme, you hear Jaws theme, you go, oh, it sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, Nintendo have been very clever and had the foresight to produce something that's so clearly identifiable as what the, the, the joy you feel and I feel when I hear the Mario Kart. Yeah, absolutely, man. I totally get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. So but yeah, the point was like, as soon as you hear that music, you know, it's Super Mario, yeah. right? And it's just such an iconic brand. So that's why I think this had a lot to do with it. I also think I, I actually say, yes, this is a game. I know, I know you're not keen on mobile well, downloads being called games, but I and you and I have both had school. time to play this now. Yep. We talked about it because it had just come out when we did the podcast last week. Yep. We've both had time to play this now. We're a week later, the 22nd of December, and I really feel that they've done themselves an absolute service with this game because I think it's great. I think they've done a really good job. What I liked about it, and this is just Nintendo to, to a T, They've taken a game. They could have just put a normal Mario on, on, on iPhone. That was a big enough deal in the fact that it wasn't on a Nintendo device, right? Right. That could have been 
all they had to do. But they've taken the formula and messed with it. And people are criticizing that, but some people are saying, great. So I think it's fantastic because that's what they always do. They just tend to mix it up. Just tweak it a bit. Tweak it a bit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can't control, you can't go backwards. Well, all of them. I mean, you've got, you know, you had um, the Super Mario, you got one, two, and three. And then, you know, each one, the worlds would get a little bit better. The introduction of new characters would come in. Like all of a sudden, Bowser had six or seven kids. And then yeah. <laughs> there were, you know, the, the new characters that would come in. Like I remember Super Mario Brothers 2 and being able to play, you know, as Luigi and yeah. be able to play as Peach, yeah. you know, yeah, and yeah. they would all have their different sort of moves. Very sort of um, progressive thinking from Nintendo, as they always have been in terms of that sort of company when it comes to developing games. Um, and then, you know, you got Super Mario Galaxy and then Sunshine turned it on a little bit as well. Well, you remember, you know, you're old enough. I am very, very much old enough. But you remember when Super Mario, the 3D one came out? Oh, Super Mario 64. Oh, my God. That was like... That was what made me buy a Nintendo 64. Yeah. Because I was at, I remember telling this story a few podcasts back because we talked about this topic, you know. Why did you buy the consoles that you bought? Yeah, what yeah. got you into the games? And like I was at a, a mate's place and his dad was like, have a look at this. And he brought out this console and whacked in the cartridge and flicked it on and gave me the controller. And I was like, what, a joystick? Yeah. Hang on a sec. Because yeah. the PS1 at that point was just, it didn't have any joysticks. No, PS1 fun, controller it? was just a D-pad yeah, still. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Right? So all of a sudden you had this joystick and you were slowly pushing the joystick forward and he would walk. Well, yeah, and then yeah. you'd push it all the way forward and yeah. he would start running. Oh, and it was just, whoa. How good. And you know what? I bought an N64 for Mario Kart. You just purely for that oh, game. I, I remember, but clearly, I was at someone, a friend's house. He bought it, and I, the next day I went and bought one. <laughs> Mario Kart's timeless. Oh mate, it's timeless. Just quickly going Watch back to because we got more to talk about on this. Yep. But going back to Super Mario Run, I think they've done a really great job with the game. Um, I like the fact that you know Mario just runs, and then you know you tap. The controls are really easy to get your head around. Yeah, I like how they've incorporated what they do with the other Super Mario games on like Wii and Wii U. How you've got coins to actually yep. collect along the and way. The little flagpole at the end. When little you, flagpole you know, at awesome. the end. It wouldn't be a Mario game without a little flagpole. Even Super Mario sixty four had a flagpole mm. at the end of every single one to mm. get the star. Um, and the other thing that I really love that they've done is they've done what you see a lot of in mobile games. In fact, I, I credit mobile games with a lot of this, even though, you know, you sort of saw this in games like Red Alert and Red Alert 2 and all those, you know, you know top-down strategy sort of games. Um, but how you can build your own Mario Kingdom yeah. in the game as well. Yeah. And I think that's really cool for, for you know... For new players and for fans alike, to be able to actually put together your own Super Mario Kingdom yep. is really awesome. Well, you know what? And this sort of harks back to this $91 billion thing, right? So it's clearly a market that the mainstream media and the mainstream marketers, I guess, don't get, right? It's such an untapped resource. welfare and resource, right? Yeah. And same with how you always hear at this time of year about too much screen time and, and all, you know, kids shouldn't be gay, men should be outside. I mean, that's fair, fair enough. This probably is, is a balance. But when you've got games like this that uh, encourage creativity, like that, yeah. like building your own kingdom, yeah. building your own tracks, you know, whatever you're playing, that's got to be commended, I reckon. You yeah, know, like I that's, agree. It, it really annoys me that these people come out and say all this stuff in the mainstream media about how bad gaming is for you, when they clearly haven't seen what you can do in a game. Mm. It really shits me. Well, you know what? I, Malcolm! Malcolm! It's probably Malcolm's fault. It's, you know what? It's, it is a battle that the mainstream media is slowly losing, though. Yeah, yeah, when you see because gamers are getting stronger. Yeah, when yeah. you see money like ninety-one billion dollars, and then you hear things like Dota 2's tournament this year was twenty point seven million dollars yeah. strong. When there's professional gaming teams paying their players, you know, 
150 to $200,000 US to actually play for them. Um, well, how was, how was, we've got an audio producer here, Neil, who recorded our, recorded our song today. How was his face when you told him about the Dota prize pool? He, he just couldn't believe it. it. Could not believe and that's the thing. A lot of people don't it. quite get it. And there are real life skills that you learn from it. You know, like this, this gaming company that I'm a part of, yes. Flight Test Gaming, the esports yep. league here in um, WA, we're trying to actually get off the ground a curriculum for kids who want to go into professional gaming, Fantastic. right? Because we, we pump thousands of hours a year into gaming, right? So why not be able to make a living out of it, which a lot of people do. PewDiePie, you know, Twitch streamer, famous as shit around the world. Yeah. $16 million he made this year alone. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. There is money in gaming and games, and it is a profession like the NBA, yep. um, the, the, you know, NBL, EPL, EPL like yep. the whole lot. In fact, it's bigger. The prize money is bigger. The, the actual people tuning into Twitch and all those sort of things to actually watch the streams yeah. is bigger. And it'll be funny when the kid, there's some kid in Brazil making more money than Neymar. Absolutely. <laughs> out of playing FIFA. Out of, out of playing <laughs> games. Like, it's just, it's wild. Oh, that'll make me laugh. But that's the thing. We're trying to develop this curriculum so kids can actually, like, you know, get certs, like, as if they were at TAFE. Yeah. To be able to one day down the track actually go to professional esports teams who are looking for talent. Yep. And go, look, I'm a really great gamer, plus I've got all these categories in leadership and skills and all that yep. sort of stuff. So, yep. look, it's coming about. Um, back to what we were talking about, Super Mario Run, just quickly, the 15 bucks that you have to pay. Because you get you get to World 1, yep. and there's Level 1, 2, and 3, and yep. you can play them till you're blue in the face. But once you get to the castle, that's where it hits you for $15. Yep. Which, Worth you it? know, I think so. Like, you know... It's funny how on a phone, $15 seems like a lot of money for an, for an app, but it's not really. I mean, you'd happily pay that if it was a Game Boy cartridge game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. would. You'd pay 30 bucks, 40 Absolutely. Five, you know? And it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just this um, mental barrier I guess people got to get over about, you know, what, how much is too much for an app. But I well, think that's fantastic. I paid $99 for Destiny Vanilla and there's <laughs> bloody more in Super Mario Run than there was in Destiny Vanilla. <laughs> But it's got uh, me thinking because I finally um, played Titanfall 2 last night for the first time. So yeah. I've had it for a while. So that's just quickly the top three news are uh, over and done with. Yeah. So this whole messing with the formula. Now, I know you like you quite like Titanfall 2. I and love it's, Titanfall it's got, 2. It's got, got good reviews. And my first impressions are, yeah, it's pretty good. But I really feel on initial impression, and this might change after the more I play it, the balance between pilot and Titan is too great. In the first game... You could be a pilot no matter what level and you could take down a Titan pretty easily. Whereas yeah. last night I tried. I know that was always my thing. I was, you know, the Leroy Jenkins getting in there. Don't worry, guys. I'll get the Titan. You know, the hero. You know, jump <laughs> jump on this. top. Every time I got up on top, they dropped the smoke and I died before I could even get off right. In the Is old this, one. This Titanfall 2 you're talking about yes, right now? Yeah. In Titanfall 1, even if they dropped the smoke, you still had like a couple of seconds to get a couple of shots in before you jumped off. Whereas yeah, right. This one, you're done. Yeah, because I, I mean, I don't have, I don't, I, because I've got a PS4, this is the benefit you had of Xbox, obviously, because Titanfall was, was an, an exclusive. Xbox, yeah. um, and now Titanfall 2 is ported across the PS4 as well. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I don't have anything to compare it with. So my thoughts are, wow, how good is this? The balance between Titan and Pilot is great. And in multiplayer, I, th I think it's spot on. I actually really like the fact that, that, you know, if you jump on a Titan, if you're not quick enough, 
or if you're not forward thinking enough and the Titan pops smoke or electricity or whatever it does, yeah. you're cooked, you're fried. Because yeah. I, I don't find it that hard to get onto a Titan. I think I think maybe they need to balance the hook shot a little bit better yeah, right. because I do fire the hook shot and every now and again, I, I swear to God, I hit the Titan and then nothing happens. Yeah. So I think it's a bit buggy there. But <laughs> I, I wonder if they sort of looked at the original Titanfall and went, you know what? Let's be realistic. A Titan is a Titan. It's a big, huge metal yep. mech with guns blazing and all this sort of stuff. And there's no way that a pilot should be able to jump on there and have two or three seconds of lead in time if the Titan knows that they've jumped on them, you know? Yep. Yeah. I will get, actually, I will give this game, Titanfall 2, this. It seems a lot better on uh, my internet connection has improved with the NBN since Titanfall 1. Um, the, there's not definitely not as much lag, which is good. Cause I mean, you know, that's, that's obviously key in the shooter yeah. is not having lag but then, <laughs> yeah, but then, because their bullets hit you but first. Then, and this is the problem, right? <laughs> like I went from being a type for one master and I was right. Probably the best in the world. Probably. <laughs> But Titanfall 2, I'm a complete noob and it's really annoying because I I was hopeless last night. I was you I was coming last in every game. It was really annoying me because I was the man, right? You were the man. And so, you know, I, I my, my jury's still out. I can't go off one gaming session to tell you whether it's worse or better or what. Um I did like what I played, but I'll I have got that benefit, I guess, or maybe not such a benefit of um, playing and comparing to the original. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you've got you've come in fresh faced. I've come in fresh faced, so I don't have any comparison. But I do have comparisons on other games, Dan. And yeah, right. there are some things so, so where sequels. Sequels. While yep. we're on this topic of sequels versus originals, I think there are some where they mess with the formula a bit, little bit too much, and then there are some where they just, you know, you almost feel a little bit cheated. I mean, like Dishonored Two. I'm I played it, I think I sunk about five or six hours into it and I've shelved it now. You really? Know? Yeah, I have because I, I'm i playing games that I think are better right now. Final Fantasy 15, I'm still on Overwatch. See, Overwatch, they don't do, it's they obviously don't do sequels. I don't know if they ever will, but it's just nice, consistent new themes that come out like the Christmas one. It's just enough difference to make you go, oh, okay, this is something cool and new to play yep. for. Yep. right? Whereas Dishonored 2, I don't know, man. I, I really enjoyed the story of Dishonored, the first one. I enjoyed the style of gameplay, how it was very sandboxy, how you had sort of two lines of being able to defeat the game, whether or not you actually go in there all guns blazing mm. or whether you actually go in there stealth from one point to the end and yep. just nobody's seen you the entire game. Yeah, right. And Dishonored 2, I... And look, full disclosure, I ended up playing as Corvo again, which I probably should have played as the Empress instead just for a little bit of difference, yeah, just see, to see what it was like. I don't ever play games as girls. Yeah, okay. That's another topic. Well, that's, but, you know. that's sexist. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I just always want to be the guy. I don't, want, guy. I don't want boobs. <laughs> um, no, I want boobs. <laughs> oh, man, imagine if I had boobs all day. Oh, oh, my. If you had boobs all day, I would just be like... I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a gamer. I wouldn't <laughs> be staring at your face right now. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah sure. And I'd show them off too. Yeah. I'd, I'd release, the, the, yeah. release the hounds and let them out there, girls. Sure. Yeah. Hey, girls, check them out. Hey, Daniela, how you going? <laughs> that's really good. That's great. Yeah, good. Yeah, oh, but, what? You're talking? You're the breast. Best. <laughs> yeah. ah. um, but yeah, so Dishonored 2, I, I don't know. I Maybe I need to play a little bit more of it. I haven't actually gotten past um, the train station yet. So yeah. the train station, I kind of got the feeling when once you hit the train station and go past that point, maybe the game will take on 
a little bit more for me to actually play. And if you're listening right now and you've got any thoughts about this where you're kind of like, Pete, nah, it gets much better afterwards, can you just let us know at the Game on Australia Facebook page? Because I'd like to know, because I've got plenty of other games at the moment that I'm playing, and I don't know whether or not I really should be going back to Dishonored 2 and is it a waste well, of time? Well, Gears of War 4, like I said the other week, um, I very came very close to shelving that, but we stuck at it. And it got better. Yeah. After the robots and the flesh, the fleshy um, monsters come out. Yeah, because you thought it was very to begin with. It was very much the same thing I, that I you'd get, done again. I mean, they they messed with the formula in terms of the enemies, but they were lame. They were robots. You know, it was there was no um, soul to it. And yeah. then and then these flesh eating things come out, and it's like bang, we're back on. It was not much better than what I ex- uh, initially thought. So, right, so maybe a bit more it time sticking out. Yeah. Okay. What about um you? What about you? Brought this up with me a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, off off air for the podcast, <laughs> Destiny, and you're like, what's the go there? Well, Destiny's one of those ones where I felt like we got cheated the first time around. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you bought the vanilla, so you've been there since the beginning. Since the beginning. And I came in much later, so I got a better gaming experience. But I, yeah, it always felt like a game that, you know, that maybe should have just drawn the line in the sand and said, that's it. Yeah. Let's make a number two. See, I would have been happy, I think, if they had released, um, see, Crota, there was... There was Crota, and then there was what was the final DLC which completed the game? Not Taken King. Yeah, Taken King. This is how long I haven't played it for, right? <laughs> That's you know, and there's a new raid out and everything. And yeah, anyway, um, the Taken King. Once that came out, I finally f- said to myself, okay, we got a full game here. But I'd paid like it was too late four hundred and fifty odd dollars between yeah. all the DLCs and does, everything. Does, does your wife know that? No, she doesn't. Thank <laughs> God. But she won't listen to this. She doesn't listen to the four hundred and fifty dollars bargain. Bargain. Not. Nah. Um. So Destiny. I don't know. I I think it drops out of the soul sort of sequels thing. I'm waiting for Destiny two reveals and announcements. But will there be one? I don't know. I'm hoping there will be one. And I'm hoping what they do with the next one is they go, you know what, instead of making three years worth of DLCs for Destiny, why don't we actually release a full game? Like a a full game in terms of you've got all of this stuff up to the amount of content you had when you finally got the end of The Taken King. And the latest DLC as well, which has come out, which escapes me, but there's, you know, the new raid in there as well. But don't you think um, Overwatch have redefined what companies should be doing about a plan for a game? Yeah, themes. You know, themes yeah, and, yeah. And, and they've obviously put thought into every part of it, not just the game, but also, yeah, that, that website that comes up and, you know, it's a campaign. Yeah, so you're talking about all the, you know, when Sombra, um, yeah. for those of you who haven't listened to our previous podcast or who haven't been following the Overwatch, you're in for a treat if you buy the game and you start doing a little bit of research. Because over the past few months, before Sombra, the latest character, latest attack character was released, they had just a worldwide Overwatch community alternate reality game going where there were different things in the actual embedded in the website, in the code. Um, people who were really good code hacks and stuff like that would actually go real deep into the game to be yeah. able to figure things out. You know, there were little hints dropped here, there and everywhere. And then finally, you know, after BlizzCon, we we saw the announcement, which was really cool. You know, the whole story was so well fleshed out yeah. that they had different characters. They had a whole world that you could immerse yourself in or have a whole world that you can immerse yourself yeah. in, you know. Um, Whether the current CEO of this corporation, uh, Lumerico, the news came out, it broke on Twitter from the actual company itself, yeah. who had its own Twitter account saying, you know, she's just resigned as CEO because of this scandal that, you know, this hacker, Sombra, 
uh, has revealed. You know, so stuff like that. Oh, man. It's just it's so good, right? It's crazy. And it's really great. I think gamers are pretty used to having games pushed back from a release date. Like I, I'm quite used to it. I remember the division, it got pushed back and pushed back. And I wanted desperately wanted to play that game because it's in set in New York City. I love New York. Been once, loved it. Um it's it was co op mission, co op, you know, um, missions really, because there's yeah. just heaps of missions all over the city. And I couldn't wait to play it. And I saw all the um, the preview videos and stuff. I was like, oh, man, that is I'm, that was one of the games I was just going to go and buy it, regardless of what the review said, right? Mm-hmm. But it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back. But I'm sort of used to it. I'd rather play the game when it's ready for them, when they're satisfied to release it, rather than doing a Destiny, I guess, and releasing a vanilla game yeah. and then adding stuff to it. And we still don't know to this day whether or not that was the plan all along. Yeah, maybe. Whether, you know, Destiny Vanilla wasn't them going... Uh, let's just release the game now, and then you know what? We'll do DLCs, and then by the end of it, we'll have the full game that we actually wanted to make, which would yeah. be really cool. We don't know whether or not that was the case, or whether it was just really smart, you know, pushing out of the product by well, then. Well, it went off, didn't it? I remember it was all the rage for about a month, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Destiny. So, because you know. oh, for longer than that, I Destiny, I was embedded in that game for six months. You know, and then the DLCs were coming out and there were new raids. And every yeah. time a new raid came out, you know, we would run that raid over and over and over again. And then the big problem was you'd be you'd be grinding for like half a point in life <laughs> increase. Like you it just was it got pathetic. Yeah. Um what about what about Mario Kart? Because I mean I mean, would you would say this sort of New releases on the games, or are they sequels? That's a tough one, Because, you know, you've got... I mean, they even are. on the 3DS, you've got Mario Kart 7. I tell you, the two best Mario Karts I've played was Mario on the, Kart on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. And then Mario Kart on the Game Boy Advance, I think it was. Yeah. Played the one on the Wii, and yeah. I don't like it. Um, I didn't like it when it went to two carts, to two people on the cart. I thought that was messing too much and I know you disagree. I disagree because I really I really liked it. I thought it was just enough of a change. I felt it added a bit of strategy to the game because every character had something special that they brought to the team. Yeah. You know, enough. so all of a sudden you had and you know what off the top of my head I can't remember what the powers because it's been years since I played yeah. that game. But you know, you'd you'd do a combination like Donkey Kong and Peach and it would be a more strategic combination than going up against the Mario and Luigi. And then there was also that. What, just what about that, Donkey Kong and uh, Bowser? Donkey Kong and Bowser. <laughs> See, big some, heavyweights. <laughs> big heavyweights, man. And, you know, if you had Toad and... Um, oh, yeah. Um, Cooper or something. Cooper, yeah. you know, and they smacked into Donkey Kong and Bowser. Forget about <laughs> forget it. Forget about it. But then it. at the same time, like, your acceleration with Donkey Kong and yeah. Bowser was really, really poor. Yeah. So I felt like that actually added some sort of strategy to the game, which I kind of liked. Who was your go-to in Mario Kart? Yoshi. Yoshi. Always. I was, I was Donkey Kong. Oh, all, the way, really? all the way. Why? I just love that big brute. <laughs> I just love being that big guy driving around the track and oh, just every time. I, I, I forego, for, for went or whatever you want to call it, the acceleration off the grid because I quite liked banging into people and knocking them out. Yeah, but how good, were you any good at getting the turbo boost? Oh, mate, come on. Oh, it's all right. Sorry, mate. Jeez. <laughs> In fact, we should do a video one day. Let's play the old Nintendo 64 version so you see who's the king. I really like the SNES version too. I thought yeah, the SNES actually, no, version actually, was great. Sorry, yeah, three. SNES was great too. Yeah. Agreed. Um, actually, what I did love about Titanfall 2, uh, going, harking back, but there's a ghost mode in the, um, when you do the training thing. Oh, you, yeah, there is too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Bloody love ghost modes. Yeah, ghost modes are like, good. Play, playing yourself 
as opposed to playing with yourself, <laughs> both are fun, but you know, <laughs> playing yourself in ghost mode. I love that. I love that. And Super Mario Kart was the first to, that I saw to do that. Well, the ghost mode is how I, and this, mate, this, you know, this is one of my ultimate gaming memories, yeah. beating Whizpig oh, yeah, in, in Diddy Kong, in Diddy Kong yeah. Racing on Nintendo 64. Yeah. And it was because I would train against my <laughs> ghost that would, I would actually get there. I became unstoppable in games like that and Mario Kart I because it. I would train with my ghost. I would train against the ghost. It's, it's like, um, you know, I've always thought about, you know, imagine, because I played quite a bit of cricket in my life, right? Imagine, I've always loved to have faced myself. As faced a, yourself? Yeah, as a, you know, I could oh, bowl and, bolder. and then bowler. I could bat against myself just yeah, to yeah. see, because I was always more of a bowler than a batter, yeah. right? But I'd like to see how oh, how difficult I actually was to face. Like how you, you'd go. You know, and you, you know, there probably will be a stage in your life, in, in our lives, I guess, where they'll develop a game where they can take Warney, for example, and get his thousand best cricket balls ever. Bowled. Well, he's developing. He's in the middle of helping a, a company in Australia develop a um a virtual reality cricket game. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So that I think is really exciting. You know, I mean, imagine being able to play Warney, like you know, and that's always that thing. You know, like imagine some of the big moments in a sporting match, and then you can just cut it and go right. I'm in gaming it. You know, you know. So yeah. it's, it's an AFL player lining up for the kick after the siren to win the game. He has to kick a goal to win the game from 45 out on an angle. You know. Did you post on our Facebook page some more details about the AFL yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. So big news: the big Den's back. The big Dennis. Dennis Kometi's going to be a commentator. He's the commentator for yes. AFL Evolution. There goes Palmer, who kicks it out of bounds on the fall. How could anyone be that uncut? Oh, wow. And I think early next year we should, we should try and... Because I know he's a friend of um, friend of ours. Mm. At Mix 94.5, our, our radio station we work for here in Perth. And I reckon we could probably get a call in and see what it was like to record... I'd love to know what it's like to record a commentary track. He'd do that. He's a good bloke. So, yeah, he's a good bloke. He's delicious. <laughs> he's delicious. Delicious. Um, so, you know, the future's really bright for that kind of stuff. And um, the ghost mode, like ghost mode was so revolutionary. So, again, the foresight. This is We're talking 25 years ago they made yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. such, so great. Ghost mode was really also great um, when we got the Wii because all of a sudden you had online gaming mm. and you could challenge the ghosts of the best in the world. The best Mario oh, Kart. Oh, man. And yeah, right. I didn't that, know that. That for me actually kept... That that kept me... Because it was... It wasn't the Wii that the you had two people on the carts. It was the GameCube. That's right. GameCube yes. had two people on the carts and then they must have had the outcry and then they went back to single... Single player mode. Ah, so I was in the I was in the majority. Wasn't You're I? in the majority. <laughs> Flog. <So surprised. laughs> you guys ruined it for me. <laughs> yes. um, but you get to um, yeah. The, the once we got online with the Wii, this is what kept me coming back to the game for so long. Is I could actually take on the best oh, in the man, world. So you would great. go to the world rankings on particular levels. Um, and they would have at the top, you know, and they were generally Korean players. <laughs> <laughs> you would go to the top and you could verse their ghosts. And I beat a few of them, which was really cool. Um, oh, but yeah, now you were talking about Titanfall, right? And I, I just want to bring something up here, Dan, because it's, it's the silly season. And you were saying, I know how you get when you start becoming the noob and you actually absolutely Mate, cop it in games. I worked it out last you night. You get a little bit fly with your mouth over there. I I, I actually, you know, sometimes when you step out of yourself and you listen to yourself, I'm, I'm disgusting. <laughs> My language is filthy. Like, and like what? Well, it's more like, and, and I've got to stress that I'm not actually, um, I'm not 
doing this with um, people. I'm not talking to people during the game. I'm just gaming with my, my partner, uh, gaming partner, uh, Ronnie. There he is, Ronnie Corbett, my online gaming partner. Who we do a lot of co-op. We also do a lot of, we've played a lot of Titanfall together, just, just in a party by ourselves, gaming. But every now and then, and that's why I think it's the problem, because when I'm just with Ronnie, it's all, you know, it's, and it's like, oh, I'll kill someone. It's like, reap it, you freaking freak. Yeah! Right? And, and last night, last night. Where's the family and the kids? Oh, they're all. Do you have a den? I have a like, den. I have, okay, I, good. I have a gaming room, so no one can hear that's that. That's hilarious. Um, my, and Ronnie, you know, we laugh and it's, you know, but every now and then, and, and I was telling you about this before, Pete, but, yeah. um, back in the day, it's not so much, not so prevalent these days, but back in the days of the Xbox 360, there was actually a rating system you got about your performance online. You oh, know? how salty you were. Well, no, just more about, you know, is he, is he intimidating? You know, you know, it's all sorts, right? But someone, my overall rating was terrible because I think I forgot when every now and then when I did do go into an online chat. And I'd forgotten saying to someone, I repeat your freak, yeah, repeat. And then, you know, and it was all within, it was all, to me, it was good fun. But these guys who don't know me from a grain of salt are probably thinking, that guy's like disgusting, you know, like, and so I got bad ratings. And someone, I was actually a class of someone to avoid. Oh. <laughs> That's and, you so know, good. When you're talking about a popularity contest, you're like, oh man, come on, guys, I'm, 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 I'm cool. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I'm cool. But, um, I really, you know, in the frustration of being a noob again in Titanfall One, Titanfall Two, I'm th I was listening to myself going, I really am a disgusting human being. It's been like when I drive, right? Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shocker. I know. I've been in the car with oh, you. Oh man, I'm terrible. You are one red shell short of bloody being <laughs> Bowser out there on the roads here in and Perth. You know, we're talking about the spirit of Christmas and all. You know, well, the gift of giving. And I'm a nice guy, right? I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Right? you know, respecting member of society and I've got three kids married, you know, got a good job, you know, to pay my taxes, all that sort of stuff. But in the car and when I'm gaming, I'm terrible. I'm See, like, I, I am funnily enough, completely the other way. When, really? other, pe when other people are losing it, I'm just like, come oh, on guys, yeah. let's all get along. It's a game. It's, you know, and it's so, it's, Oh, that'd be frustrating too, wouldn't it? It would because that's, I know that pisses people off even more. <laughs> Because I'm just like, come on, you know, Captain Albion four five three. Let's just hang out, mate. It's just a great game. What a great day it's been. We're on holidays. Isn't it beautiful? And you know, it's Christmas holidays. And this is the ironic thing about these games, oh, right? They do so, so. There's a lot of games out there that do so much to bring about Christmas cheer, like Overwatch being one of them, and how it's the oh, Christmas yeah, thing. Yeah. And you've got, you know, the great Christmas bells and stuff like that. And then you've got actually, you know what? I'll bloody find it because we need the Christmas bells for this. Hang on. So this is in Overwatch, right? Yeah. So obviously, keeping with the theme for Christmas for Overwatch. They go about as far as they possibly can when it comes to bringing things about. So this is the splash page at the beginning. This is the theme music, right? Oh, so you get on there and you're like, all right, here we go. And then everybody invites each other and it's a team of six. And then yeah, everybody's together and they're ready to go. And, you know, on comes one of our particular mates who's got a bit of a foul mouth like you. And he's like, all right, you freaks. <laughs> and this music's gone. Let's go out there and fucking <laughs> smash some fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck these motherfuckers. You know? <laughs> it's the best thing ever. P.S. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I'm not going to change. Um, I'm a no, you don't change, No, Dan. I'm a 43-year-old man still gaming, which is sad enough. As a, no, it's not sad. Stuff that. It's awesome. It's awesome. And um, I can't wait. I... 
I do not, like, I, I'm not saying you're old. Mm. And I'm quite happy living my life the way it's living at the moment. Mm. It's good being young. Mm. But one day when I'm old, it's going to be amazing because when I'm in a nursing home and all I can do is sit in a chair, I'll have games to play. Do you know what? And that's something that people forget is that when, you know, people my age, for example, I'm, I'm one of the rare people in my age group that game really, yeah. right? Most people move on. Um, that's quite correct. When, when we're 80 and 85 and sitting in a nursing home and they're all sitting there, you know, doing something, playing, um, back rat in the corner or something. I'll be there. <laughs> Stuff that I'm playing back rat online. <laughs> That's right. It felt like anus. That's right. <laughs> Getting on their new. Oh, you're fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Reap it. Reap it. Fucking shit. You, I, I can tell you're on holidays at the moment. Just speaking of Christmas, um, because no offense, mate, but you look like shit. Mate. Like, your eyes well, have actually, sunk into the back the, of your head. The problem is I'm not on holidays. I'm still working. And, um, you know, in, in, as an aside to this, we migrated two websites last week and that's been like the bane of my existence. I'm an online content producer for, in, in, in real life. Um, but I've been gaming pretty much every night cause I sort of can like Leona, my wife goes and watches, um, something on TV and go, well, I'm going to go game. And I just, yeah. I've just been playing till like 11, 1130 and then getting up at like 630. So I'm still getting my seven hours, but probably the, the fact that I'm drinking a little bit of red wine, <laughs> I'm doing it. You love a red wine. Uh, a bit of whiskey, you know, and, and, um, but I'm just gaming so much at the moment and it's bloody great. But yeah, you pay the price. Cause, and that's the thing too. Like I finish gaming at like 11, 11, 30 and I'm not quite tired because I'm wound up. Yeah. Especially so if you're going on a winning streak. So I'll go and watch, um, you know, something online or, you know, maybe catch up on something, binge watch for an hour or something. And so it's 12, 31 o'clock by the time I get, she gets to sleep. Yeah. And I literally do. I, I pass out from just tiredness. Yeah. But then I'm getting up at, you know, 6.30. It's five and a half hours. If you do that for... Well, it's now been about two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I look like shit. The binge watching thing is, because I do the same late at night, like, especially because I've got a bit of time on my sleeve, Black Mirror. Have you seen Black Mirror on Netflix no, yet? No, oh, I haven't. you got to get into it. Yeah, it's right. A, it is like a, it's like the Twilight Zone for people who love tech and technology. Yeah, oh, really? It's insane. And episode three is the one for gamers to actually check out. Okay. Because it's like, it's mind bending. It's all about virtual reality and virtual reality games. And this guy gets picked up by a company to be a virtual reality games tester. And it's just, whoa. The, the places it takes you are just freaky as. You haven't seen The King of Kong yet, have you? No. You, we talked about this in like episode two. No, we talked about. So this, this. is your Christmas holidays. Um, <laughs> My homework. Your homework is to please watch this show because that it is one of the greatest gaming movies you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, cool. It's awesome. The King of Kong. Kong. It's a, don a battle for the uh, number one Donkey Kong player in the world. It's awesome. Like, it's insane. It, it's insane. You will blow your mind. Eighties. No, no, no. It was um. Well, it was. It's set like. Only, it was only about, it's only about four or five years old. Mm. So I was set in the current day, but they talked about back in the, yeah, 83 when Donkey Kong or whatever it was. And um, they actually, yeah, they, they started this worldwide movement of gaming. And um, uh, <laughs> the guy that was, I can't remember, Billy Mitchell, I think his name was. And there's Steve Weeby is the, the good guy. And, Steve Weeby. Oh, yeah. And Weeby. It, seriously. Yeah. No, it's, and he, I think it's Steve Weeby, but everyone calls him Weeby. And the poor guy, mate. The guy's a legend. The guy's a hero. You will love this film. I cannot, you know, I hate it when people say, oh, man, hey, Pete, this is the greatest film you've ever seen in your life, man. Rogue One is the greatest film you'll ever see in your life. It's not, right? And But if you go in there going, oh, man, Dan said it's the greatest film. It's got to be the greatest. And then you go, 
Yeah, it was pretty lame. Because your expectations are high. You've got to bring it down, right? Yeah. But yeah. the King of Kong is just made yeah. for you and I, my friend. I don't trust it. I don't trust a guy who loves golf games. <laughs> right, anyway. So, you know. So, what um, was that? Just, you know, all over the top of your head there? Tiger Woods PGA Grand Tour is the best game you'll well, ever I, play. I think Tiger Woods 2014 was clearly a better game than 2013 <laughs> because they included the Augusta, Augusta course, the Masters. That's a great tournament. <laughs> Mate, Stuffy, I've been playing golf games. That's how I got into gaming, my friend. Well, not really. But... <laughs> Boom. Hey, um, what else are we talking about? Mad Retro. Oh, the Mad, Mad retro, old, retro old school pick of the week. Oh, God. Can we do that next, the next year? What? Like a, a little... A jingle? S- a jingle sweep. Yeah, we'll do a jingle. Old school. Mad Retro. Old school. Pick, G- of, the pick of the week. Like it. All right. So... Because um, we can clearly sing. Yeah, without Clearly. a doubt. Well, you've had two <laughs> great examples of it now in these, this podcast series, haven't you, listeners? Yeah. Now, um, this is where we talk about some great uh, Facebook groups that we are a part of, we've networked with, who are helping us get our word out for the podcast, but also who we're helping out with a little bit of love as well. Mm. Um, Mad Retro is one of those. You can check out the retro guys down at, at Gozzy Railway Markets if you live in Perth. Otherwise, they're also online. They'd be all over the country, wouldn't they, in these markets? These retro they're everywhere. Yeah, 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 they're everywhere. This one in particular is just here in Gozzy, but there are little ones dotted all over the place. Yep. So no matter where you go, retro gaming's just huge now, man. It's massive. Well, I can't wait to play Burnout Paradise, like I said before. Um that we're talking a game that's 10 years old. I'm hanging to play it. There you go. Mm. So Mad Retro Old School Pick of the Week is where, thanks to the guys at Mad Retro, uh, we go through and we find a Facebook page that has got something that we think is, wow, you need to hear about this. You need to get on this Facebook page because this is the sort of uh, retro piece that you can't pick, yeah. uh, you can't let go. Last couple of weeks, it's been um, two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Nintendo Entertainment Systems. Yep. Uh, the first one went for $745. Update on the one from last week. So yes. this is the Powercom NES. It's got the sleeve on the outside with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on it. The NES inside with the original baggies, all that sort of stuff. Um, it ended up going for past a grand. I think it finished off at around about 1050 Whoa. or so. So really? we're in a golden age for retro games and their value at the moment. It's really big. That's mind-blowing, right? I, today, just brought in um, yeah. Game Boy Color. <laughs> the original yes. grape one that, uh, grape. that I found. Grape. Fantastic That I color. found off. And it's it's mint condition. only cost me 100 bucks, uh, $20 shipping, whatever. And Because um, <laughs> I've still, here's the crazy thing. I've still got the original Game Boy Color box. Even to the point where it has got the original EB Games price sticker on it. $129.95 I paid for this back in the, the late 90s. Um, in fact, it was... Just looking on the back of the box. Where are you? You should have a date. I don't think it's got a date. Fuck you. Why don't you have a date? <laughs> it's like my life. <laughs> from from age 13 to 24 or something. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, whatever. It doesn't have a date on there, but it was late 90s. Um, so found that online, and it came with a Game Boy Color box from Japan. Oh, right. Uh, which wow, is in still that. really good nick. It's still got the original, um, like... Uh, manuals and stuff like that too so i really love the 90s stuff we've spoken about this before retro gaming gear is cool because they put so much effort into the packaging nintendo 64 packaging is still about as good as you can get i reckon if you can find it in mint condition but anyway the mad retro old school pick of the week uh this one isn't so much an actual pick itself this one is more of a 
holy crap, please get onto this Facebook page because if you miss out on this, if you're a retro gamer collecting, mm. you will miss out on the deal of a lifetime. So uh, Sinner down there at, uh, at Gozzi, right, he's got one of the most extensive retro gaming box collections I've ever seen. Yep. We've put it up on the Game on Australia Facebook page before. Yep. Right, so we're talking charcoal see-through Nintendo 64 still in box, oh, Donkey Kong God, Country, yes. yep, um, SNES. There is an action set, a Nintendo Entertainment System action set, still in the box. Original backies, the whole lot, and the difference with this one in particular. For a little while there, they and a very tiny little while until the government went, "Hey, can you change the color of the gun, please? Because it looks too much like a gun." <laughs> um, the light gun, the zapper, yeah. right. Most of them that you'll see around are orange, but for a time they were grey. I have a grey one. Um, the boxes, you don't see many of these around anymore. The, this box in particular for the action set, two controllers, the console, and a zapper, actually has a picture of the grey zapper on the box. So these oh, are right, in, yeah, 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 yeah. very rare, high demand. Um, a, uh, you'll like this, Nigel Mansell's World Championship Racing SNES. Oh, I remember that, yes. Yeah, box. God, God. Um, there's a Mario Kart SNES box, Yoshi's Island SNES box, Killer Instinct SNES box. Oh, wow. There's another Turtles Powercom there. There's a deluxe Nintendo Entertainment System. Do you remember the deluxe set? I vaguely remember it, yes. So the yes. deluxe set came with Rob. Yeah. R-O-B. That's right. And Super Mario Brothers and Gyromite. And Rob was the robot who would actually, you would use your controller to control him and then he would control the game. <laughs> it's very convoluted. <laughs> but it was basically, Gyromite was a game where um, this character just walks and then you've got to use Rob to either spin this wheel and put it on his left side or his right yep. side yep. to either open the blue bars or the red bars, yep. right? And there would be holes that you'd have to avoid and stuff like that. There's a Donkey Kong Country 2 Pirate Pack SNES. Yeah, right. Super International Cricket. Oh, God. Yeah, there's one for you. That is one for me. For SNES. Five, love my sports games. Five game value pack. This is the one with all the Super Marios that you need. It's a SNES edition. Probably better Nick than I've seen on this group. And this group has had a couple of them go. And the boxes for these alone go for yeah, four or five yeah, hundred yeah. bucks. You know? Yeah. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to say it because I, I guarantee no women my age listen to this but you know if a wife out there or a partner is looking for a Christmas present for their husband or boyfriend if he's a gamer if he's a gamer you cannot go wrong with this kind well of stuff well in yep. because yeah exactly, you're well in the other thing that, that he's got right is he's got a shelf with now have you ever heard of VGA yeah the um, what for the TV no 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 <laughs> I'm not talking about, no, like the points where you put the cords yeah. in. No, VGA is, um, it's the way that they actually uh, grade. It's grading for these oh, games, okay. right? Oh, yeah, so yeah. if you've ever seen like maybe on eBay or something like that, where you've got one of these games and it's in a plastic or perspex box and at the top, it's got a little bit of writing and then over on the right-hand side, it's got a number. It might be 70, it might be 85, might be 90 VGA, yep. right? So this is a grading system. In the US, they've got this company that grades and you have to run the gauntlet. And if you think you've got a really well-graded box and cartridge that hasn't been used very much, mm. usually with the 64, you can look at the pins and it'll show you like a little bit of scuffing on the pins. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can send it to them and say, hey, can you grade this for us? And you pay a little bit of money and then they'll send it back and it might come back. You might lose and it might come back at 40 or 50 grade. But right. there's a few here, like a Super Mario Kart, um, a Legend of Zelda, uh, Super Mario All-Stars, Yoshi's World, cartridges still in their boxes, VGA graded at 80 or above. Yeah, right. So, man, this collection is insane. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because the post that went up said 
thinking about whether to sell items or not. Mm. Right? So what I, what we need you to do is go to the old school retro game zone Australia, right? And just like the page and just wait. Because over the next few weeks, I reckon Sinner's probably going to drop a few of these. Yeah, right. And when he does, look out. And he ships all over Australia, doesn't he? Too? He does. So, He'll yeah. ship the whole lot, yeah. right? Um, if you're listening to this and you're overseas, check out the Facebook page as well because I know he'll send it overseas for the right price too. Yeah, well, Right? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Okay, but I mean, the second that that post went up, people jumped on it just going, oh my God, man, like the second you're ready to actually sell that Yoshi's Island box, you make sure you tag me and all this sort of stuff. I've already got my eye on the deluxe Rob set. Like uh, I really yeah, want that. Yeah. It's childhood memories. Hey, Liz. 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 <laughs> It'll be between 800 and $1,000. I guarantee you. But anyway, so that's your mad retro old school pick of the week. Not so much one that you can actually just go, Sarah, and, and see a singular thing, but something you might want to just keep your eye across yeah, because definitely. sometime soon in the future, it'll be it'll well, be there. Well, too, you know, Facebook's all about finding stuff that interests you. And, you know, page, no matter where they are in, in the country um, or in the world even, you know, like if they're talking about what you love talking about, then why not follow Why them? not? And this Game Boy Grape Colour. Oh, this, this original one that I had, yeah. which I'm I'm slowly getting all of these back. Yeah. Um, I got that through one of these Facebook groups. Yeah. You know, it just popped up one day and I was like, oh, geez, got to have that. And then bang, like it came over and, you know, it was even better in person than it was in the pictures. So I know. picture in about, you know, 16, 17 years time, your daughter Mila is going to walk into your uh, man cave no, and, she's be, not. And, and be like, no, be like Sam out of uh, Game of Thrones when he walks into the library, you know? Oh the, yeah. The Meister. Yeah. He's going to go, there's going to be like titles everywhere. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for, man. I want a big library of this stuff, you know? Um, I well, just, you know what? I have to do something because we were talking earlier about Super Mario yeah, and how, when you hear those particular sounds, you're like, oh yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is the sound that... Oh, yeah. That's me putting um, things in. That's me putting batteries into the Game Boy Color. Right? This is me now opening. Oh, look, yeah. Remember when the cartridges were that big? Yeah. And they came in plastic like that? I feel that? like plastic I should film this so we can put it on Facebook. Hang on. You hold it right there. Yeah, well. No, not that. Hold the phone. <laughs> Shut Boom. up. All right, I'm filming. All right, so... Um, for those of you looking at the the thing, we're just looking at the Game Boy Color at the moment that I got, right? So I've just popped some batteries in there because I want everybody who ever owned a Game Boy Color or Game Boy and hasn't played one in years to experience something absolutely beautiful. I'm opening up the cartridge when they used to look like that. Oh, man. And they used to be in those cases and they used to look like that yeah. and then you used to have to blow in them a little bit, right? <laughs> and this is this is what I love to hear so much. Okay, ready? <laughs> that there. The ding. It's just. Love it. Oh my God. One more time. Because <laughs> that to me just, oh God, it just says, it just says 90s gaming. Like that, when the Nintendo pops across the screen. Yeah. Those beautiful 16 bit sounds. Yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah, it does. It's gorgeous. Boom. Absolutely gorgeous. Boom. Mad Retro Old School Pick of the Week. Check out the old school retro games on Australia Facebook page. Get amongst it. All right. And check out that video online at the Game on Australia Facebook page too. Well, it's probably time to wind it up. 
Dan, it's been a great year, mate. We just so everyone knows, we're having a couple of weeks off. Yeah, because we're not here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Well, I'll, you know what? I would though if I wasn't in, if I wasn't leaving the city. Yeah, I would definitely come in next week and do another one. But but we're both um, off, so I'm gonna have to a couple of weeks off. Yeah. Um, massive, massive year for the game on Australia podcast. Obviously, we 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 began to begin with, which is always a good thing. September, yeah. September. Um. I want to know before we sign off, mm. what will you be playing this Christmas? Because Christmas to me and New Year's is a great time to game because you get more time. I will be playing Overwatch still. because, yeah, still. And the reason being is because you've got to make hay while the sun shines. And that hay at the moment is Overwatch drops and skins from the loot boxes at Christmas. Yep. Christmas loot boxes are all I want right now. Okay. And that's the great thing Overwatch has done. You know, these seasons and these uh, patches, these themes, they only last for so long. So. Once Christmas is over and done with and that Christmas patch disappears, you can say bye-bye to trying to get all the skins and sprays yeah, right. and stuff. It's no more. Yeah. That, and obviously also my um, Overwatch team will have time to play. Yeah. Because usually we're all working, so we can only play late at night. Now yeah, we've got yeah, like yeah, all yeah, day yeah. where we can actually play. Oh, man. And there's not going to... The only thing... So good. Yeah. The only thing that I will say that shits me about this time of the year... Yep. is that there are going to be so many noobs oh, yeah. who are going to get the game get for the Christmas. Get the game for Christmas, yeah, yeah, who yeah, yeah. Aren't, who yeah. aren't strategically like, minded. Like me on Titanfall 2. Yeah. <laughs> right, but also... Who's this oh, my God. You know, just, oh. <laughs> you know, you've got Reinhardts who don't hold the point, or you've got um, soldiers who go too far forward and break lines when they should be sitting bank or they should be actually <laughs> flanking. Or you've got divas who don't attack the Torbjorn turret or go and find the Symmetra teleporter. Why won't you go and find the Symmetra teleporter? (laughs) Oh, it's so frustrating. Anyway, it's going to be good to have the Overwatch team together. What about you? Uh, Well, sure as shit, I'm not going to get any games for Christmas, um, hence the song. But what I'm going to get is a lot of cash from mummy and daddy. And I reckon for my... Listen to you, 43 years old. I'm going to get lots of cash from mummy and daddy. Mummy and Daddy. So I'm going to go and buy some games. And I actually think I'm going to go and buy Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I played, it was a free trial last week. You could de- like play it. Yeah, yep. Um, through Xbox. And I loved it. It was felt like one of the old school, um, like Modern Warfare 2. So, Is that right? Mm. Okay. Because look, I I don't know. I, I'm kind of off it because I feel like it's a dying game now. It's yeah, the same well, thing every single is, guess, every but... single year they bring one out, right? Yeah. But, oh, but when I can say, you fucking fuck reap it. It's a good feeling. Oh, it's a good feeling. Have you been up in space yet? Have you piloted a... No, 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 no. It was only the trial, so I just played a little bit of it. But I I probably will go. I I like the fact that it's gone to space. Why not give it a go? Yeah, right. It'll be 50 bucks or something somewhere. You know, it's cheap. All right. Bang. Um, Listen, have yourselves a great Christmas, a very merry one, and safe as well. We want you back safely and listening to the podcast next year. Correct. Because if you're not here, then we lose listeners. Um, (laughs) That's very true. That's very true. Happy New Year as well. Yep. Um, Thanks to everyone who's who's taken the time to listen and subscribe and contact us on our various uh, channels. It's been amazing. The the feedback we've got has been brilliant. It's been great. um, I think next year is going to be the biggest year yet for the game on Australia. Well, bigger and better. Probably because it's the, the first full year. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the first year yet for game yeah. on Australia. 
Uh, it's going to be great. And uh, don't forget to go and like the Facebook page. Go and subscribe to the podcast that you're listening to right now. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll have more videos going up there as soon as Malcolm and the NBN get there. Yeah. Shit and we'll keep posting. Like, we're not, we won't do the podcast for two weeks. We'll certainly still be contacting on we'll still be around. stuff on Facebook. Yeah. And a quick shout out to our mates at wa.today.com.au as well. Um, we'll post this up on our Facebook page so you can check it out if you've got any last minute I need gift ideas. But we did a top five gaming must haves for Christmas. The video's up at wa.today.com.au and also at the WA Today uh, Facebook page, yeah. which is a, a website here. It's a news site here in, uh, in WA, very popular. Um, so thanks to them for supporting us and for asking us to do that vid because it's helped us a hell of a lot. Yep. Um, but hopefully we'll be doing more of those next year. But we'll pop that video up on our Facebook page so you can go and check that out. I'll too. go and do it right now. Go and do it right now, Dan. Okay. Game on. Game on. Car. Car, Car means we stop. See ya. Don't forget to say.